recording. All right. Ooh, that was and close. We're live. Oh, Damn. Taiwan. That was toy. Taiwan. Like, toy, like a, like a, like a tiger, Dale. Yeah. Like Hi, the, internet. The, <laughs> the unofficial mascot of Outreach Factory. Hello, internet. I'd say Welcome it's official at this point. To... Okay. 2020 review. Welcome to a, a brand new year that will uh, hopefully be marginally less shitty for everyone than the previous year. Uh, and as is our holiday tradition, we are doing the year in outrage. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bowen. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. I was looking hey. at uh, looking back past through the back through the past episodes, and I was like, <laughs> "What did we do last year? Your review?" And it's like we did a whole decade. And it feels like this year was longer than that decade that we reviewed. Was basically a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, there's was, some of the shit, like even looking at like things that happened in like January and February, I'm like, holy fuck, that was that was this year. Dude, yeah, like the impeachment thing. I was like, that was this year? Fuck. That felt like, oh, remember in real life when we weren't on the podcast and you're like think about the one thing that you were the most angry about this year and yes. i got it and it is the fucking deepening bipartisanship of everybody through politics and not specifically that but that affecting their ability to look at shit objectively and my one gleaming yeah. example is the impeachment of donald trump we all fucking hate donald trump but then i was like yeah what was the impeachment about and you know why he got impeached? Because he asked the Ukraine to look into shady shit that Hunter Biden did, which he did in those emails. Nobody fucking talks about that. Did, just because. Did he do shady shit though? Yeah, those emails, the Hunter Biden emails. Remember? Yeah, what, what, what were the? What were the? What were? I'm just assuming they're real. The by the way. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, yeah. I don't want to get into if they're real. And we can or not. talk about that in uh in our recap but we can yeah. also talk about how like re republican strategists need a new like the the emails the shady emails thing just isn't yeah isn't holding water anymore well, like, but you, like you use that on hillary and it works yeah. for one election but the thing is it's like yeah we impeach tr we try to impeach trump because he tried to go to ukraine to get the Ukraine to look in shady shit Hunter Biden did. And then it's like, all he had to do is wait three months. And then he would have had all those fucking, he would have had the laptop that fucking Hunter Biden dropped off. And it's did just that like, laptop ever show up. I don't know. I, I never seen it with my eyes. I just figured that. I don't know. I mean, uh, you have all these people talking about it endlessly, <laughs> but I don't know if anything actually ever came of that. Uh, or think, if after the election was lost, they were just like, eh, I think uh, Rudy Giuliani built his square shoes out of it. <laughs> he was probably like reading the Hunter Biden emails and then all his fucking hair dye just dripped all over the keyboard. out of his face. That was <laughs> it. Fucking fried it so he couldn't tell. Nuked it. it. <laughs> what was the, uh, sorry, I'm fucking full of caffeine. So I'm. Yeah, no, that's talking makes fast. for good podcasting. Yeah, let's go. People, what was love, my personal? Yeah, what what were you most angry about this year? Was it the same as me? Because I mean, it should the, be the bipartisanship. Uh, the um, I don't know. It's a tie. On a personal level, uh, I'm angry at the Canadian government's uh, unwillingness to like open the border up. Or if and this has been like a recent development, but 
Uh, I've traveled to the States a couple times this year. My wife has come <gasps> from the States to visit no! me a couple times this year. And every time I've done it, I've had to fucking quarantine for two weeks, which I get. That's fine. But like, they are, uh, they are not allowing for rapid testing at airports, which would save me a whole lot of grief. And now they just announced that they're implementing... Uh, if Canadians are traveling and they want to come back to Canada, they have to get a um, get a COVID test within three days of their departure, uh, which is just a giant pain in the ass because our socialized healthcare doesn't cover us anywhere fucking else. So if I want to go to the States again next year, which I wait, will. Wait, don't you have travel? Does Don't you have travel healthcare? Travel insurance won't cover anything anything covid related oh. uh, because they're like you're assuming the risk going to another country so and covid is basically like a pre-existing condition um so I'll, i will have to pay out of pocket <laughs> to get covid tests uh in order to return back to my country instead of my government just using the tax dollars i already pay them uh to pay for covid tests for travelers arriving you know what they should do What's i'm that? just about i'm gonna Make everybody's noodle. Make like a rapid test that you could take with you. Like it's wrapped in in a package and then you go to the airport and you like fucking take it and then you give it to them and they're like, oh yeah, here you go. Or like, like they could tell if you're pregnant by peeing on a stick. How can they not give yes. you a stick to tell you if you have COVID? This is blowing my mind. Yeah, just let me pee. Let me pee on you. Yeah. Let, let me pee on you in an airport. And let's then just let start me peeing on everything. <laughs> let's 2021, the year of pee. <laughs> I, would still be an improvement over 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's, uh, so that was the personal one. The, the other one was that like uh, the election, um, just the fucking shit show that was the election. And oh, all the, God. Like, that and fucking that, election, man. The accusations of like... Um, election theft and that they're still ongoing and that no one's just like this is a symptom of the polarization in the states is that no one's stepping up and being like yo this is fucking crazy like we shouldn't we shouldn't be like undermining everything the one people guy. believe about our democracy there's the guy from nebraska the guy from Nebraska, he's like, he's a Republican guy. He's like, guys, fucking knock it off already. But I think he's trying to look good for his 2024, like, pr presidential run. Because he was, he came out, he's like, all right, guys, we're at the point where we're going to ha start harming, demo the, like, everybody's viewpoint of democracy. So we got to yeah. rein it back. And it's like, yeah. But part of me is just like, could you imagine if somehow something happened and Trump won just to watch like everything just keep burning down. But that's like part of me, but then I'm immediately being like, okay, like I fucking hate Biden, but he's just like, he's not a dumpster fire. Like he's garbage. Yeah. He's just not garbage. That's on fire. I'm, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how his uh, his presidential term ends up being, and it'll probably just be a one term thing because he's old as fuck, and <laughs> he doesn't seem to be that popular. I think he's that popular because he's not Donald Trump. But after like you know, after a year or so of his presidency, when people start forgetting what Trump was actually like, I think mm -hmm. he will seem a lot less uh, rosy in comparison. It's funny. The one thing. 
Um, Trump is supposed to be helping because they have the runoff elections in Georgia right now to help yeah. determine who controls the Senate. Uh, oh, God. There's, there's two Republican seats. Me. There's two Republican seats up for election right now. Yeah. And Trump's supposed to be helping campaign to get Republicans elected in those seats so that mm-hmm. they can retain control of the Senate. But instead of doing that, Trump is just ranting about how fucking um, how the election results are illegitimate and no one should trust the election results in Georgia. And they're thinking that might actually hurt because if his base believes that it doesn't matter if I vote, a Democrat's going to get elected, then they end up not voting. Um, And Trump basically shot himself in the foot in the presidential election by dissuading Republicans against mail-in ballots yeah. because he spent a couple months leading up to the election saying, hey, mail-in ballots are not, they're not legitimate. They are false. People have to get out in, in person to vote. Uh, and then the, the mail-in vote overwhelmingly went in favor of the Democrats because Trump had spent a couple months shitting on it. So we're probably seeing a, a repeat of that, um, mm-hmm. which would be, uh, you know, I hope this time, like with the presidential election too, they told everybody to not count any mail-in votes until after. Like they're like, don't count these yet. And then when they started counting them, they're like, oh, what happened? So I just fucking hope they start counting these as they come in so we don't have to fucking deal with any of that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it's two Senate races and hopefully they'll like be staffed up enough that we don't have to wait fucking two weeks to... Uh, to yeah find out what the fuck's going on anyway yeah. uh that those were things that pissed me off and continue to piss me off but uh <sighs> yeah that's definitely what made me angriest this year uh hold on i gotta close my door it smells like weed my neighbor's oh, a damn! fucking huge hippie <laughs> although wearing this you think i'd be the one blasting dubs <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you definitely look like you smoked a couple hi everyone uh, I appreciate this uh, personal stage to Jesus Christ <laughs> to air my grievances about Dale specifically and that gratuitous crotch shot he just gave us. I just wanted everybody to know that I'm wearing matching pants if you didn't think because Emilio already complimented me on the fucking jacket and I was like, wait till he sees the fucking pants. It'll blow his top. You weren't doing the same thing you did last time when I left and just like talking about my dick, were you? No, I didn't have anyone to to dunk on your dick with. So (laughs) that's that's reasonable. I get that. 2021 Um, already looking up for you, bud. Yeah, it's already it's already a vast improvement. So do you want to get right into our review or do you want to hear my feedback from the tarot card? I want to hear what the tarot. The tarot card said about our podcast specifically. Okay. So Andrea has a bunch of tarot cards and every year we do uh, not surprising. She's like, let's see what the tarot says. We're going to learn this year. So I'm always like, what's my lesson for this year? And we have, she has these animal ones and it's like you pick an animal and then the characteristics of the animal are the lesson you're supposed to learn. And so as a side, I've gotten a skunk for the second year in a row because my lesson is to be learned is the skunk. And the hilarious thing is it's actually a really good card because it's like it talks about the stench of a skunk being actually your confidence and sense of self-worth because a skunk 
nobody fucks with it because they see the skunk and they're like, oh, fuck, I know that. So it's like if you get the skunk, supposedly you have so much self-confidence that you don't really listen to what people are saying negative about you. So you kind of get into this other world. But then there's this weird part where it's like, even though your scent like um, pushes people away, sometimes people are attracted to it. I guess like other like girl skunks, and it says you have to watch or cats out. with white stripes down yeah. the back, like in the yeah. <laughs> and it said cartoon. I have to watch out for my sex magic, for it might <laughs> it might actually draw people in that I'm not really wanting to or knowingly doing. That's and always that, been a big concern of yours. Yeah. Uh, like too many people magic. falling in love with me. That's always been my concern. Yeah. That's why I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> I'm like, I have to like a skunk. I could just spray everybody. So they leave me the fuck alone. So I could play video games and listen to audiobooks and watch TV shows about space because I don't want to have to deal with people being in love with me. Cause then I have to, I don't know, whatever people in love do. Yeah. Especially if you were like, you know, you got to spray that stench of you being a love woman and far and wide yeah. otherwise you'd be like polyamorous which i have no fucking idea how that works because oh. who has the time or energy for multiple relationships i feel like if you were polyamorous it would be like waking up hungover every day that's just how tired you'd be from like trying to like <laughs> please people and not annoy people <laughs> so andrew is lucky because she's the only girl that gets my stank yeah Andrea, I hope you uh, re recognize how truly grateful you yeah. should be. She's the only one that gets this guy's sex magic. Okay. So I did the same thing. Like I asked, I was like, what lesson or what do I have to do with the podcast this year? Or like, what do we do have to do? And I got the fucking Eagle. It's like nice. The number one card. So it's like fucking like two pages of reading. So I'm not going to read everything, yeah, don't but do I that. took, quick notes of what I thought were the good things and just ignored the bad things because that's how I guess the skunk runs his life, you know? So it's, um, this is what, this is one of the things it said state of grace through hard work. I mean, we were just talking about how this is our fifth year into the podcast. That should be enough fucking hard work. We've been doing it here. for five years. Yeah. We almost made it a year without missing an episode. So there that was mostly I mean, on your back. I missed many episodes. Yeah. But like we, since we went to video, we haven't missed, missed an episode till last week, but that was, that was well gained. I just felt like people were too busy, like doing holiday shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then what else it said was take heart and find courage for the universe is presenting you with an opportunity to soar above the mundane levels of your life. Every other podcast out there. Yes. Which I feel like is a backhand compliment. Like, thanks tarot deck. I am going to soar. And I was like, wait, my <laughs> mundane. life's mundane. What? <laughs> Fuck you tarot. So yeah. Uh, and it says you have been put on notice to reconnect with the element of air. Sure. Areas of the mental All right. plane. All right. And in the instance is of the higher mind. Mm, okay. <laughs> Eagle asks you to give yourself permission to legalize freedom and to follow the joy your heart desires. So at the end there, it just got Wait. super American. Yeah. Are we uh, anti-maskers now? We need to push for them to legalize freedom, which is, yeah. as we know is notoriously illegal. That was like the everywhere. weirdest thing I've ever read in a tarot book is like legalize freedom. I'm like, <laughs> what? How is, how do I for myself? Is freedom illegal? Yeah. So yeah. So basically I'm going to interpret that as in 
we're going to get fucking famous like this year. Right. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. the fucking wind beneath our wings, like Bette Midler and Eagle this shit up. I mean, that's my interpretation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we will finally be able to uh, make, freedom ring on this podcast specifically where we are <laughs> very heavy handed uh, in our censorship of guests and ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, what's, oh yeah. I was going to talk. Do you want to talk about resolutions at all? I like how we're like, this is the review podcast and we haven't, it's been 20 minutes. Reviewed anything. Yeah. Thing. It's been over 20 minutes in uh, this year. I definitely, uh, walked back my resolutions a lot mm. just based on the year. Cause I look, I like to do like a look back and be like, Oh, these are the goals I set for myself uh, in 2020. And they were all fucking, obviously I did not accomplish a single one of them. Even the one about reading books, which, you know, COVID should not have had an impact on Maybe it should have made me read more books. Cause I was yeah. just stuck at home the whole time, but I, I uh, shit the bed on that one as well. So this year, my resolutions are like um, just basically uh, survive and make it through the year. Uh, uh, I want to hug people. I want to like travel to a couple new places, but like probably within, you know, like a one hour radius of Vancouver or whatever. That'd be nice. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. What else? Like very small Ooh. fucking achievable goals that I will feel good. <laughs> no, what are you doing? You can't take I'm it off. hot. I'm getting hot. Too Don't early. worry. Look, too early. A fucking right, sport right. tiger underneath too. You're on brand. <laughs> uh yeah that that was it for me is just like like the way i'm looking at 2021 is largely going to be a write-off as well uh and everyone's celebrating like hey we crossed this arbitrary (laughs) barrier into a new year and things are just going to automatically start getting better uh no they're not getting better by a fucking long shot uh we still got like spiking covid cases everywhere they're starting to like roll out the vaccine but it's still going to be like months before we return to normal there Mm -hmm. uh the uh, shit with the economy is really going to hit the fan this year when the impacts of all these people being laid off for multiple months or seeing like a reduction in income um that's finally going to start hitting us so you know we got uh 2021 not not going to be a, a rosy or fun year for mm-hmm. uh, most people as well. So yeah, long long story short, my goal is to just survive. Nice. My goals are to lose weight because I put on weight because of COVID. So even if I get back to what I was at the beginning of last year, I'll be okay. And I want to own a house because I'm fucking sick of paying rent. So. I feel like kind of a dickhead because like, as you were talking about how the economy's crashing, that means house prices are going lower because people can't afford the houses and everything's getting foreclosed on. And I'm going pretty politician with it where I see the darkness and I just take advantage. Take of advantage it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what you got to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you want to get ahead. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully by year six of this podcast, it's in, a two bedroom apartment in that I own instead of a one bedroom apartment that I rent. And that, and it's funny because it's like, I'm like, Oh, two bedroom apartment. Fuck. And like, think of our parents. They're like, Oh, you can see our neighbors and our house only has like six floors. Yeah. Like six bedrooms and like, Oh, our yard's only like fucking four acres. (laughs) I'm like, Like, you know what I would give for a, just like a patch of grass that I could call my own uh, yeah i mean like just imagine like 
owning what our parents owned when we were kids, but still making the money you make now. Cause we could have those houses yeah. if we move to like some fucking podunk town, but then we'll be making like 40 to 50 grand a year. And I got expensive tiger shirt tastes. I can't go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> those are all designer brands. They're yeah. not uh, imitation tiger shirts. Actually, this is uh, a Le Chateau. Does that ooh. count as a name brand? Yeah. You know, cause know. Andrea bought it for me cause it was $7. Cause as the home thing, I see something going out of business and I take advantage of take it. Advantage. You got it. Like a good capitalist. Uh, well, hoping that uh, you do get your achieve your dream of home ownership and then we can convert that second bedroom into a podcast studio where we can oh, yeah. get together and record in person. Oh, my God. Remember the last? Oh, when I was going through the list of shit that we did, April 3rd, that was when we went to vid- streaming video. So we haven't recorded since together. Since before April 3rd, but you know, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I kind of like zoom cause it auto levels everything. So it's like, there's no like dirty secret is there's, there's no post-production. Like I clip the end and the beginning off and then I just put like the title card and shit. And then everything else is just automatically done by zoom, which is good. But sometimes, I mean, there's to be like, fair, there was did, very little post-production before <laughs> before we used Zoom. Yeah, like, that's I true. Was, I did not do a ton of editing before those uh, those episodes were posted. So. I remember, though, there was, because we used to do it in GarageBand. Or did we do Audacity no, first? No, we did Audacity. Oh, that was, was that garbage. Oh, And then I remember there always being reverb or something. Like, you're like, why is it so echoey? And I was like, because it just would automatically put a whole bunch of fucking reverb in it. Yeah, okay. Looking back, 2020 was not so bad compared to that stretch where we were using Audacity to edit our podcast. Oh my God. Remember uh, that one episode experience. we recorded seven times because it kept just fucking crashing? Yes, uh, oh. And we do that for you, listeners, so that you never have yeah. to miss our spicy hot takes uh, <laughs> on shit going on in the world. With that, do we want to just like blow Let's everyone's get mind in there. with the things that happened in like the pre-covid part of the year yeah. because actually we're already better than 2020 this year because half the world's not on fucking fire like it was at the beginning of 2020 like the australia fire where 34 people died and an infinite number of cute koalas were harmed in the process and like i don't know about you derek but 34 people died mm, it's not that bad of a natural disaster but if you show me fuck koala bears with singed fur i'm upset I mean, sorry, Australians. I didn't I, care about I your lives. See, uh, <laughs> Why would you Dale, do the that? Bushfires killed at least at least five thousand koalas. Oh, as much as a third of the. Oh, that was just in New South Wales, which is a state, uh, and that the fires destroyed twenty four percent of koala habitat. No oh, koalas. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. No, they just talk about the 34 people who died. Yeah, run faster, yeah. people. It's a fire. Get out the way. Those 5,000 koalas sense. had families. Yeah. yeah. It was probably, I don't probably think we have too chlamydia. many Australian listeners. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the, uh, so we're just going to go. I love how we're, we're just, just going like, to. This is what we'll recap. do. We'll go by month. Obviously, we're starting with January. So I'll just say, 
what else happened. And we'll give her hot I, I don't takes. know why that was so fun. It's like, obviously we're going to, for our year review, it's like, obviously we will start with January. Uh, well, yeah. We'll, we'll do this in chronological order, yeah. I, I just meant we were going to go by weeks and not by like episodes hey. that we had. Hey. Or not weeks, sorry, months. Like we'll go January, so there'll be 12 bang 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 instead of me being like well an episode blah 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 of outrage factory Ooh. so it'll be some of this it'll just be stuff that happened okay Ooh. are we done with australia i should we snap these off because we got 12 months to go through we're already almost half an hour in yeah uh i'm just seeing australia fire recovery is there like a rosiness is, is there a nice the happy ending? Well, just like fucking yeah. spiders died. That's yeah, a happy good. ending. No more hunts and spiders. <laughs> they are, they yeah. have been eradicated. <laughs> All right. Uh, Harry and Meg, the two royals, left the royal family because apparently Britain was racist. So they came to USA where racism doesn't exist. Actually, they came to Canada first. Uh, didn't they head over to like one of the Gulf Islands initially? Oh, yeah. Uh, and they were there for like a month and then they were like, nope, fuck this, too remote, don't like it, too many hippies, we're going back to wherever. Oh yeah, because the queen said that, that if they were out of the royal family, they weren't allowed to make money with their titles and shit. So they're like, oh fuck, we got to go to fucking Hollywood and just trick people into giving us money over like whatever, we got to go be influencers because that's the only real career opportunities anymore in 2020. Yeah, it's well, like basically if you want to have any influence, like didn't they sign an exclusive podcasting deal with uh, with Spotify? Oh yeah, did I, anything ever come of that? I think they are, like that's going to be their uh, their thing. So they're, they're going to have cool. the... Um, the Harry and Meg podcast and uh, fuck it, get know, on it because it's if you not wanna, that hard, you, <laughs> it's not that hard to podcast. It's like, who do you think has more influence right now, the Queen or Joe Rogan? Who's more influential? Fuck Joe Rogan. Wow, there you go. His face no. isn't on any money. We'll get there. Oh my <laughs> god, you know what would be the best ever if we took Joe Rogan, put like a powder wig on him, and just put him in Buckingham Palace and like. We just pretend that it's no different and just see what the fuck happens. Like he's like, oh, I'm the queen. Turt to turt. And just like does Joe Rogan shit. <laughs> like he's like wearing that solid green dress and like pumping kettlebells and like fucking <laughs> doing that shit. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it's so hard because it's like we gotta keep moving, but I don't wanna like so every so every segue is just gonna be a cold like fucking abrupt break. that happened and that i don't even know where harry and meg are now somewhere in the states right i think Probably. they're in los angeles los angeles city of angels the proper way to pronounce it i've heard yeah, that's true <laughs> okay and then in january the fucking world health organization finally admitted covid was something that exists <laughs> that did only took them two months before they're like oh yeah this does spread from person to person because yes. people are forgetting that in the beginning world health organization was just fucking parroting whatever China told them. And they're like, at first they're like, yeah, it can't spread from person to person. There's no way, no reason to worry about it. And then it just fucking lit the world on fire. And then the first case in the USA happened in January. Uh, the first one in Canada as well. Yeah, I didn't find a date for that because 
nobody cares about Canada, apparently. All the lists, all the year lists that I looked up to cheat to get stuff to talk about didn't mention that. So, <laughs> weirdly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kobe died in a tragic helicopter accident, which it's not really any hot. Oh, there's the Ari Shafir thing about that that could cause anger. What? Do you remember that? His tweet? No. He was like, he was like, good. Kobe was a racist. I'm glad he's dead. Fuck the Lakers. What for real? Yeah, don't you remember that? We talked about no. that. Maybe that was I one mean, of the ones you missed. Yeah, um, or it could just be January. No, I would have been here for that. Yeah, I remember talking about Kobe. Oh yeah, no, because we were talking about Kobe's whole rape allegation. Oh, the rape thing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. but uh, yeah, so there was outrage about that where everybody like. Like, I get it. He's dead. You want to not talk about the bad things that happened. But and then Ari Shafir did go a little overboard with his joke. And I, I, th- I think he was punished severely and lost a lot of career opportunities because of that one tweet. So I don't know. Oh, and then Bre- Brexit actually happened. And that's all that happened in January. I mean, that and that was it. Pretty quiet news month in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, uh, I would think. Mm-hmm. So on to February. So the aforementioned, well, not aforementioned, because that's like I mentioned it before, but before the podcast, like 20 minutes ago, when we we're rambling about bullshit, I was talking about the Trump impeachment thing. That was in February when he got acquitted. So I guess we just don't care whatever fucking Biden did. Oh, um, Emilio in the t- in the comments section said, the Hunter Biden files were released by the NSA leader. And then he happened to qualify for an amazing high level retirement out of the country. Hey, sometimes these things happen at the same time. Well, I'm like (laughs) Hunter. So the Hunter Biden files were released. And then what came of it? Uh, Twitter banned anybody who mentioned them because they left the, world news out of new york or the was it in the new york news or the world news or whatever one of the places out of new york published the emails with hunter biden's email address in it and they're like this is private information you can't publish this on twitter so they blocked all messages referencing those emails so it was kind of like a fucking weirdo loop around where they could just censor it so why didn't they just publish it without the email address? Just you know, Derek, that is a very good question. Such, and I think it these has, are such damning I, Yeah, I documents. think it has something to do with the right wing's crazy reaction to every time their question and just doubling down when maybe they should compromise. Well, that's like the um, and that's something we saw take off this year, like the, the right wing's. Um, yeah. Uh, basically stance that like social media platforms are uh, are biased against conservatives. Which they are. Because of all... They, <laughs> are I they mean, though? They are. You look at like... But in some ways they should be because sometimes the right wings are a little bit off hinged, but I feel well, like, like, I feel like it was an overcorrection because when we were growing up, the right wing were the bad people. They were like fucking, they didn't like homosexual marriage. They didn't like abortions. They didn't want equal pay for women. So they were like the obvious bad guys. So now it's almost like the left is 
getting to take pot shots for like 10 decades of stored up animosity. So they're kind of like giving it to them on Twitter and Facebook. Which... Yeah, but it's not like like these social media companies are run by mega billionaires who are like, I doubt Mark Zuckerberg is out there, uh, you know, praying that he has to pay more tax money uh, to oh, like- no. Uh, and the, you look at like the the five most shared like posts mm. by month on Facebook. Every month this year, the the top five were like right wing posts or right wing conspiracy theories or so. There's like there's this confusion over like are they censoring conservative voices or are they saying hey the shit you're saying is false don't say false shit, we won't have a problem. And conservatives are like, well, I'm being censored because I can't yeah. just say whatever the fuck I want. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was more like a posturing thing. Like, obviously these billionaires don't hate right-wing people because they like money, which is what right-wing people do. But there was a lot of like weird hanky shadow banning shit that is hard to prove. But like, I feel like it was just like the like the billionaires like Zuckerberg and stuff who run this were just like, see, we're left wing too. We care about you because it's still, there's still more left wing people online than there is right wing. Cause left wing people are kind of just like, I don't know. Generalization are more tech savvy than the right wing. I don't think any of that is true. What? You don't think there's more left wing people on the internet than right wing? No. Jesus what? Christ. No. What fucking internet at, like, are you on? Look at the, yeah, but like look beyond your like sphere of like the people that you interact directly with. And like Facebook is like uh, boomer country where it's like all right wing. Like I will occasionally as a thought experiment, I will go and look at um, like what people in Kate's social network talk about or, or what they comment about. And it is all like right-wing conservative viewpoints. So like, I think because we are in Vancouver, uh, uh, in Canada, so Vancouver is a very liberal city in yeah. a very liberal-ish country um, compared to the United States. But like, you look beyond your immediate sphere and like, fuck yeah, there are tons of conservatives on the internet. Um, you know, for, for every, I, I'd say they're equal. Like there's, there's conservative voices, there's liberal voices. Uh, and then the shittiest, loudest grifters from both sides do absolutely deserve to be banned because they're just exploiting people. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can't really prove. I just, that was my intent. That was my thought. Like it might've been like five to 10 years ago, there was more left-wing people because they were more likely to have computers in their home and be on Facebook. Yeah. And I And it might be that like, right-wingers are louder now because they're just getting they're like more coming to facebook so it's like a newer thing where they're still like into it like remember like what was it like 10 years ago with farmville how like people were like on twitter overnight and then it was like that's what the boomers are now like they're the ones they missed out on the whole farmville thing but now they're wasting their whole lives on twitter or on facebook yep on Facebook now and like Twitter, it's like the generational thing. It's like um, the boomers have taken Facebook. They're like, we're like uncool ish. And Derek, no, we're not pretty old. I'm uh, wearing a tiger shirt. <laughs> How am I uncool? 
we'd have to get uh, a millennial viewpoint on that, but um, no, thank like, you. We're on Twitter, and then yeah. I think where like where all the action happens now is on like TikTok and uh, and it's which TikTok I'm not fucking I'm not touching. Ever. I'm in TikTok. I have five videos. I only did it so I could do like twenty second clips of this of this uh, podcast and put it on there because. As we talked about before, this is the year for the for the eagle to reconnect with the spirit of her air. Is that what I said before? Something like that. Anyways, I got something like that. I feel like getting on TikTok with this podcast is like being an eagle and forging ahead. And <laughs> I don't know because I, w- I want to get rich, but I don't want to have to like do hard work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 That makes perfect. I think that's everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at uh, the comment. Like Brittany said, Matt likes Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Which and then we'll Derek talk about, said, we'll talk about. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't understand something that we'll talk about later. Something that we will talk about. That There's you a tease because, like, in case you're like, "Fuck, I've had enough of this," you we just tease you why you should stick around because we're going to talk about Ben Shapiro later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Oh, yeah. So Parasite. Sorry, what else happened in February? (laughs) Parasite sweeps the Oscars. It's the first time that a foreign language film um, won Best Picture. And the only reason I'm bringing this up because I fucking hate the Oscars is because there's only like three things that happened in February. It was a great ass movie, though. Uh, I haven't I seen it yet. Recommend everyone. Oh, I dude, totally, you should watch it. It's really. Good. I was gonna watch it, and then Andrea hates like horror and violence, and then I totally forgot, and then. I went down the Bond uh, rabbit hole, which I've talked about pretty much every podcast since the beginning of December. But now I'm on to fucking Expanse. And oh my God, if you haven't watched Expanse, get ready to lose months of your life because that show is fucking dope. It's like a, it's a sci-fi show, sci-fi? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a fucking sci-fi political drama in space where there's like this like, so what happens is there's this like weird alien molecule that's in Saturn's rings, but it's been there for like a billion years. And then they go to like study it and it like infects people. And then all this shit happens. And then Spoiler I don't know. Wow, that's man. When does it start Where's being an enticement? <laughs> when does it stop being an enticement and start being a spoiler alert? That actually was a spoiler. I think you don't find that out till like episode three. So I'm sorry, but Thomas Jane is in it and he has a mohawk. And remember, like, three years ago when I had, like, an undercut mohawk thing? I do. It was was all because of that show. Because I started it, like, five years ago. And then I totally forgot about it. And then I just restarted it from the beginning. Oh, you know, speaking of alien molecules infecting people, Weinstein got convicted in February to fucking... I don't know, like six lifetimes in jail for being a piece of shit. Good. Yeah. It's not to really uh, talk about that. It's like, I don't really think anybody was sad for it. Are you stopped I'm, talking it? Sorry, I was just talking dun- in the comments. I was dunking on Matt, uh, uh, freedom of speech advocate Matt McLaren in, in the comments. Uh, but I also wanted, I was like, oh, what happened to, uh, to Weinstein, uh, he's still alive, unfortunately. Uh, he had COVID. Uh, and did he? Dude, apparently he has a super hot girlfriend he's in old jail as now. Fuck. Yeah. What? Dude, look up Weinstein's girlfriend. She's a smoke show. 
Maybe we should go to jail. Sorry, Andrea. Girl, let's no. Spread my skunk stench <laughs> to someone else. Spread his, <laughs> spread his skunk stench. Okay. Weinstein girlfriend. Okay. You can go on to the next thing. While okay. We're... That's it for February. Now you can see why I brought up fucking the Oscars because there wasn't much happening. Uh, on to March. Get it? We're marching on. I like it. A little, little dad pun there. Uh, fucking Tom Hanks got COVID. He was the spit, first superstar to get it. Went to Australia. There's, oh, dude, if you have some spare time after this podcast, go into the conspiracy theories that Brittany was telling me about, about Tom Hanks and coronavirus. Ooh, they're delicious. It's apparently like they went to Antarctica to like go look at some weird, like weird shit. And then he like got COVID. So it's like some big cover up for something else. But I don't know enough about it, but. If you like conspiracies, go check it out. I mean, I don't as much as you do, clearly. Oh, dude. That's all I care about. Oh, when we're talking about our fucking uh, resolutions, one of my resolutions is to listen to more conspiracy podcasts, which is just going to make my life so much worse. This is going to be the year that I think you actually become radicalized because you'll like start listening to these and being like, being like, you know, I'm listening for entertainment. And then you'll just cross that uh, that plane where suddenly you're like, you know, these guys make some really good points. Why is whatever the fuck happening? Yeah, like, can we prove for certain that the frogs aren't homosexuals now? Like Alex Jones <laughs> warned us about. <laughs> oh, I was telling nope. you. Chemtrails fly yeah. overhead and all of a oh. sudden I want to sodomize men. Those so, are baby conspiracies. What I was, t- I was listening to a good one. It was like Sam Tripoli and they were talking about how the Christian religion is all references to uh, astrological things. Like Jesus was born in the age of Pisces. So that's why there's like the fish symbology in the Bible where he broke two fish apart and fed everybody without tartar sauce. So he's actually kind of a jerk. Because could you imagine eating dry fish that Jesus just fucking muffled all over his hands with? But anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if, if Jesus is, like, breaking these fish into just multiple like splitting, pieces. Just, like, ripping fish. It's just, it's just dry fish covered in Jesus' hand sweat. How did he do that, actually? Because it would just be, like, flaking all over the place. Yeah. Did we ever ask for, like, how Jesus was ripping I bet it was exactly like the crown clown handkerchief. He was like, had the fish in his hand and it's like big hippie sleeve thing. And he was like, Oh, and he's just like pulling out fishes. (laughs) And one's like biting on the other one's tail. (laughs) He's like, Oh, like pulling it out of his mouth. (laughs) Like a human centipede of fish. So I'm listening to this podcast about like all these astrological symbols and they've got like tons and i'm like this is some deep crazy shit i got to read the bible with this in mind and then like 45 minutes into this podcast sam tripoli's like oh i don't believe nuclear weapons exist and then i'm like oh this guy's a fucking nut job great and i just listened to it some more (laughs) i love how for the first third of that podcast you were like I believe in this shit so much. I'm going to read the Bible, yeah. which is like, <laughs> you would never under uh, normal circumstances do that. Yeah. If I listen to the Bible on audio tape, will I be re-indoctrinated into the church? What if there's did like you some- ever, uh, did, did you watch the Nixium documentaries? The, uh, no. oh, on the sex cult. Anyway, they had this like, um, 
way of identifying people who were like, uh, I don't know what they called them, but like highly suggestible, which means that you are like, as a human being, you are more uh, susceptible to manipulation or misinformation. Oh yeah, like or... um, easy marks and stuff. Like con men call them marks. Yeah, because they're people. It's yeah. like the same type of people who like can get hypnotized easier. Because some people you can actually hypnotize, but there's some people who are more open to suggestion, and you could just like hypnotize them. Yeah, like that's one hundred percent you. That's you. No, you're that. I person. can't be hypnotized. I never. I'm gonna read the Bible to learn about Jesus, the fish god. Yeah, but then he turned out to be crazy, <laughs> so now I don't have to read the Bible because it's. Although I do kind of want to read the Book of Enoch because that sounds crazy. Which one? The Book of Enoch. I don't know what it is. They always talk about how conspiracy theories. It's like some weird, crazy, like Christian, like aliens, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I'm obviously not going to read apocalyptic it. religious text. I'm down. The best yeah. part of the Bible is the book of revelations. Like that's the most interesting oh, yeah. part of the like, Bible. I've read uh, two so parts of similar. the Bible. That's revelations and the part where they crucified Jesus, which was a little too horny on the gore for my liking. I mean, I'm not into <laughs> gore now. Like I guess all these Christians used to be, <laughs> that was some dark shit. Uh, Oh yeah, the NBA got shut down in March. I'm just use I don't care about the NBA, but I'm just putting that because that was the first sport to close down, and then everybody else followed. That and was then- the first sport. Yeah, I think that was the first inkling of like, oh, this COVID shit is getting pretty real because yeah. this major sports league just shut the fuck down, uh, and it was like all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, COVID cases are kind of on the rise in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's fucking everywhere and all these players are testing positive. So they shut the NBA down. Um, mm. And even like now you look at the numbers back then. Oh God, they were nothing. They were, they were nothing. It was like, what, like something like 8,000 cases a day or something. And, uh, and that was enough for them to like shut an entire sport, multiple sports leagues down and like impose the, these crazy lockdowns. Yeah. Uh, and then now we're up to like, uh, what like two hundred fifty thousand? I think it's even climbed above three hundred thousand cases a day a few times, uh, and people are just like, well, you know, life's, and we're life's like, gotta go up. Yeah, but do we really have to close the liquor store before eight? Come on, Dude, yeah. I need <laughs> my on. booze. How am I yeah, gonna go? Hey, it's New Year's. Let me go buy booze. <laughs> it's like you should be better at pre-planning. Well, like, who the fuck this. waits? Do you know anyone who waited until eight p.m. to buy their booze i don't really know any anybody who was doing something entertaining enough that they had to purchase more booze than they already had in their house i mean yeah not even this year but like yeah. <laughs> in, in previous years nobody's like oh i'm i'm gonna wait until 8 p.m because you know what i, I fucking love standing in lines at liquor mm-hmm. stores so i'm gonna wait until the dumbest stupidest most <laughs> busy time yeah uh, exactly and then i can actually ring in the new year well in line at the liquor store yeah uh also what else what else happened after the lockdown uh did i don't know exactly when it happened but it started in memes first and then trump said it and then people actually realized like just calling it the chinese virus the kung flu the wuhan flu the wuhan sickness all that shit that people were just like this is racist and it's like well it did come from wuhan is it racist? racist Eh, I mean, calling it the Chinese flu 
is racist, but calling it the Wuhan or flu the con- is con not flu. racist. Yeah, that's just Still like racist. it's it's also not that's even less- that funny. That's like sixty year old dad joke racism that you're like, all right, if you're gonna make me listen to racism jokes, at least make them funny, and that is yeah. not funny. Not Get even out of here. It's not. I don't think it's racist to call it the Wuhan. It is calculated to call it the Wuhan virus or oh, the yeah. China virus because. Uh, we are looking at, I mean, the Cold War ended a while ago. The U.S. has been kind of without like a major antagonist for a really long time. Mm-hmm. We are about to enter the era where uh, America and China are like going to slug it out for uh, for the ultimate superpower. There and, is There is a silver uh, lining to this with China being their obvious enemy they don't have to go in and topple a government and put in their own puppet government so that eventually they could build up their own like fucking uh foe so that they could launch fake wars and stuff at like now they actually have someone who they can legitimately have umbrage with also i think this year china's gonna pass the states with the gdp i think it is Oh, 100%. Because they've their economy has been running for the past 12 months because they did, uh, you know, they did Communist Party shit and like shut down the country. And, uh, yeah. you know, an anecdote that I heard from um, my brother who lives in China yeah. and his wife who is Chinese, uh, they spent their New Year's Eve in the hospital because one of their coworkers um, had... Uh, like respiratory problems. It wasn't COVID, but Mm. they took her to the hospital uh, and they were like, because she wasn't feeling very well. And they were like, yo, she's feeling sick. It's not COVID. She had a negative COVID test. And they were like, we do not give a fuck. You are isolating. She's isolating. We're locking everyone up in this hospital until we know for sure it's not COVID. Uh, And that was basically where they spent their, uh, their New Year's Eve in the hospital in China uh, because they were just like, they were not going to risk that this was a case of COVID and go out and let them transmit it to other people. So, uh, yeah. And that, as that opposed to like, that, what? sorry, I just want to butt in because I have something directly to counterbalance that. Like I got an email from my boss on the 31st new year's Eve. And it was like on the 24th, there might've been a possible, uh, COVID, uh, whatever, when someone has it and you might've been like, Exposed. exposed to it like a possible exposure me and my words and uh and they're like if the coastal health uh place doesn't call you then just don't worry about it and monitor yourself and you're like and i was like wait what the fuck i was like who was it and all this stuff and they're like i was like is this a privacy thing tell me who got it so i could see if i talk to them and they're like that's eh, a privacy thing we can't really tell you who had it but if nobody's phoned you you should be okay like that's our level of fucking covid tracking yeah. so whenever people are like uh everyone's like oh this virus was like it was a Chinese conspiracy because they made it and then they shipped it out. The rest of the world got it and no one in China got it. Uh, you're just like, no, the conspiracy is that in China, people fucking fear their government and they yeah. fucking listen. And the government has no problem locking you up and shipping you off to some COVID death camp uh, if you don't comply with their shit. So whereas yeah. here, it's like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask, so I'm going to be a fucking asshole and go out in public and yell at people about how I shouldn't have to wear it. Like, that is why the mm-hmm. virus is more 
yeah. prevalent. Like if we started fucking welding people's doors shut so they couldn't leave their place, maybe we get a fucking little like our hands around this fucking virus. I totally lost where we were. Uh, fuck, it doesn't matter. Fuck oh, that this was March. Year. Now we're <laughs> in April. Hey, we made hey! it to March. Woo! Uh, everyone watched Tiger King in March or April. Oh, wait, March was actually also, I want to point this out because it personally affected me. Uh, that was the first time the U.S.-Canadian border uh, had been shut down in our entire lifetime and it remains shut down to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the wrong time to marry an American girl, Derek. <laughs> You're fucking telling me, buddy. Yeah. Uh, that was very bad timing for you, but very good timing was for Tiger King because it came out right after the lockdown. So everybody fucking watched it. It's funny because the reason I watched it over a weekend was we started talking about it and I was like, Oh, I haven't talked about it or I haven't seen it. And everybody in the comments was like, dude, fucking watch tiger King. So I watched it and it was very overhyped. I mean, there's stuff that's good about it. Yeah. Looking back, I don't think anyone would watch this fucking show if it wasn't for COVID. Like that Mm -hmm. is 100% of the reason it became as popular as it did. Oh yeah. Like Um, look at Carol Baskins on dancing with the stars. Nobody gave a fuck at all. No, because that was like, that was early pandemic entertainment. And now it's like, yeah, just no, nobody, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Uh, after that, Boris wait, Johnson wait. got COVID. So oh, wait, an update on the Tiger King situation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I know this, but I was just like, must've been researching it. Derek, you could tell us you love Tiger King more love than it. anybody else. Uh, I know that Joe Exotic had been, uh, campaigning to have his sentence commuted by Trump before the end of Trump's term. Uh, And Trump didn't commute his sentence. uh, And Joe Exotic is very fucking upset about that. So, yeah, I fucking, the guy lives in Maple Leaf land. (laughs) Like I want my ability to fucking morph the world around me into what I want it to be the same level as Joe Exotic's because that guy is fucking well, until he went to jail, he was living in a pretty good dreamland. Like he had a couple of years there where he was just fucking batshit crazy, got two little fuck boys to meth up and have sex with. Life was golden, and then it just fucking came crashing down. All fell apart on him. <laughs> uh, Boris Johnson got COVID. I mean, the funny thing was Boris Johnson got COVID, and then he after he came out, he was like, uh, yeah, maybe we should stop being all fucking super fat and obese because it actually makes it harder to fight COVID. And then everybody's like, you can't fat shame us. We want to be fat and put our lives in danger. Don't remind us that we're living unhealthy. And I could say this because I'm technically obese. Yeah, so is Boris Johnson. So he actually numbers. was allowed to say it as well. Yeah, so if I get COVID, I will probably die from it. And Derek won't because he's way skinnier than me. So... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about your genetics and that this virus kills fat people. Yeah, I, I think it's more of me being fat than my genetics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of people dying, the Nova Scotia shooting happened in fucking April. And Wait, that was real? like, yeah. Jesus. That was uh, Canada being like, hey, look at us, big brother USA. We can do fucking people shooting each other too. In the fucking. Yeah, so this one was a weird one. Like, I'm sure everybody heard about it, but it was like a guy who was obsessed with the cops and who actually wasn't a cop had two replica 
police cars and then he drove around in one of his police cars and like it started at like he was having I think he broke up with his girlfriend or wife and then he was at a party which was still during lockdown so he shouldn't have been at a party and then he fucking just why was he at that party he just fucking snapped and had his falling down moment where he just started fucking shooting people and then he got into his police cruiser and then he drove around and like went to people's houses and stuff and knocked on their door and then like shot them. And then he stopped someone in a car and they're like, what's our officer. And then he shot them. And then I think he ended up killing like 22 people. It was something bonkers. I'm pretty sure it was 22 people. And it was over like a day and a half or 15 hours or something. Like it started at night and then it went well into the next day. And then there was allegations like, people saying that the police should have warned everybody, but the police didn't really want to be like, Hey, don't listen to any police officers. Ignore all cops. (laughs) Hey, you know, those RCMP guys that are trying to protect you. One of them's killing everybody. So just fucking drive away from them. So they kind of like, it's such a hard call, right? Like you don't want to tell people to ignore the cops because then if the cops actually find them and they're trying to reprehend them, so, and then they fucking caught him at a gas station and shot him. I mean, so. it, it is especially confusing that cops wouldn't want to send that message to people when you look at cops and they also just like keep killing unarmed civilians. So yeah. like, why, you know, they're sending that message indirectly, but they don't want to ever just come out and be like, yo, cops are trying to kill you. Yeah. Like this guy did it all at once and that's where the problem was instead of spacing it out like we've been doing for hundreds of years uh and then after that in april the pentagon released all those videos of the ufos from like the couple years that they had oh do you want to hear something crazy you know that like crazier than that yeah the states the pentagon Yeah. yeah the states they like their their newest fund where they're going to give people money one of the like fucking weirdo attachment comments is they gave the government 180 days to disclose everything they know about the ufos that's in the latest like wait did trump himself work that into the bill or was i don't know uh... like i'm not gonna read a fucking i'm not gonna read the bible i'm obviously not gonna read a fucking document that's legalese as long as the Bible, but it's like, apparently it's like over 3000 pages and it's like an anendum to an anendum. And I don't, I think somebody who is like, cause what happens in politics, I learned this from a TV show is when somebody's passing something like money for the COVID people just get their dirty fingers in there and they're like, Oh, since this will obviously get passed, we're going to put all this other bullshit in there so that it kind of gets piggybacked into being passed. So nobody's going to know. Well, that pass. was, uh, yeah. Yeah. There was, there was stuff that it was like the same thing with the national defense spending bill, which has never been like vetoed in American history and Trump vetoed it because he wanted a provision that, uh, allows people to sue social media for what, people say on social media like if someone said something slanderous about you dale deruder you could turn around and sue twitter yeah but if somebody handed out a piece of paper to other people that said something bad about me i could sue them so i should be able to sue them on twitter it should be considered publication yeah you would you wouldn't be able to sue the printing warehouse where they had printed those 
Yeah, you are. If that's, I, that's what Twitter is. Okay. To me, it's like if someone put in a classifieds for a newspaper, like if I phoned up to the classifieds and I said, Derek's balls are way too hairy to be human and put that in the classified section of a newspaper, you could sue me. But if I said that on Twitter, you couldn't sue me. I think they should just I could fucking I could sue you. Oh, okay. I could always sue you in any of those. Okay. Situations there. Trump. Trump is saying you should be able to sue Twitter. Oh, so it's like newspaper. You be because you can sue the newspaper. So because they published it. So I feel like they should just treat Twitter like it's a publication platform, and then people could sue them. Fuck it. Whatever. You can't tell people how people Harry Ball people's balls Harry. Fuck whatever. (laughs) My brain broke. My balls broke. Um, I don't know, man. That's so we're going to say that every person on a social media platform now has to be held to the same standard as a journalist. No, Uh, every, but but that's what this is opening the door to say. No, what happens is everybody or Twitter has to be held to the same level as a newspaper or a publication form. I believe that. So then, what do you think is going to happen? The byproduct just, of that is that if like if Twitter and F- Facebook risk getting sued for anything anyone says on their platform that is factually incorrect, do you think people are going to be able to say the things they say on Twitter and Facebook? No, and they shouldn't be able to say those things. Like uh, fucking Germany and France, I think, were trying to get something through that if you said hate speech on Facebook or Twitter, that they would sue Twitter and Facebook for not taking it off. That just like, seems like like a very big overreach oh yeah. to me. It's like it's we unattainable. Want, we want these social media platforms to have more control over what people say on them. Yeah, at, basically at the same time. Basically, you'd have to have a filtration system on Twitter and Facebook that would have everything be okay to put up. And there's no way that that could possibly happen. Like you would have to have like over a million people hired at Twitter and Facebook overnight just to go through all the shit. Yeah. The amount of content, like they're doing a shit ass job already. And like, I, I just don't, I can't foresee a world where like social media platforms could operate if they were held liable for the things people said on them. Oh yeah. They uh, just all go broke. Like they, they you, you just couldn't, you couldn't say things anymore uh, unless mm. you yourself were we're ready to be sued for it. Um, yeah. The other thing is they'll just get AI to try fucking filter it. And that's doing a wonderful job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, not. it's not. That's it for April. Let's go on to May. Are so, we not, we're not even halfway through the year. We're an hour into this episode. Yeah. Let's, let's power through it, baby. This is going to be a long hole. Remember the decade review was over two hours. It was yeah, our longest I, podcast I do ever. I that. Okay, we could go faster because now we're getting fresher so people know more about what happened so we don't have to talk to it about it as extensively. May. May. Post Malone covers Nirvana. Everybody loves it. I liked it a lot. That was one of the highlights of the pandemic for me. I mean, Nirvana music is notoriously easy to play, so I wasn't that impressed. I mean, he did I'm a good not ass huge... job. Yeah, he did a good job of sounding like Nirvana, but Nirvana doesn't sound that great to begin with. Everybody hates me now. <laughs> uh, murder, murder hornets came to the U.S. and Canada, which used to be called 
Asian Super Hornets or something? I don't know. They've been in, like, Japan for fucking decades. But now it's a big deal that they're over here and somebody coined the term murder hornets and now everybody got scared. I thought they were here already. And I think around May, the media was like, well, people aren't as scared by coronavirus news anymore. So let's go with the fucking murder hornets. Yeah. Because there was like... I read a story about how there there had been like a nest discovered in Washington like last summer, like 2019. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and like one one hornet found its way into Canada, uh, and that was like them arriving in Canada. But I don't think there was ever any uh, anything to come out of it. Yeah, but yeah, whenever they came, but they fucking popped onto every into like the zeitgeist. I guess you could say they did. And then in May was also when George Floyd was murdered by Derek Chauvin, who's a piece of shit. Yes. I mean, we've covered that extensively. Everybody's covered extensively. Nobody likes what happened. And if you do, don't even talk to me. Um, Now we're into June. Black Lives Matter protests happen. People started the bullshit like BLM, ALM, like All Lives Matter stuff. That was fucking annoying. Um. The Bubba Wallace situation in NASCAR. Oh, wait, I want to say uh, 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 the funniest fucking thing. There was a, uh, it was like a Proud Boys protest in yeah. somewhere in Oregon uh, yesterday, two days ago. The Proud Boys um, are still around? The Proud like, Boys are still around. Fucking take a hint, guys. Nobody likes you. Uh, but uh, fucking um, the cops actually like turned on the proud boys and were telling them to like disperse and shooting mm. them with rubber bullets and doing like their ride control shit. And uh, there were, there was more than one video posted on the internet of proud boys getting all indignant that they had spent so many, lo- so many months uh, defending the police during the BLM protests. But now the cops were turning uh, on them, like them being on the cop's side against black people was somehow gave them like a free pass to assemble uh, or conduct themselves however the fuck they wanted. Yeah. People are so fucking dumb. Like that's, that's not yeah. how it's reality like the works. laws still apply to you. And yeah. also I thought the proud boys and, and conservatives in general were part of the uh, just respect the law and nothing bad will happen to you crowd. So yeah, exactly. Like just respecting. Yeah. Them? Like their whole thing was everything bad that's happened by the police was cause you didn't listen to the police. So now I guess, it's a valuable lesson for them being like, Oh, sometimes the police just go overboard and they exude too much force for the situation. And now maybe they'll get, now maybe everybody will learn their lesson, like a fucking old Disney film where the dad learns he works too much. They won't. Nobody will learn anything. Everyone will just choose to ignore the shit that doesn't align with whatever they already believe. So (laughs) fucking Uh, cool. The Bubba Wallace situation. uh, He's the, um, how do I say this? He was a visual minority. I don't know. He, like he's part black. That's is that problematic to say? I never. I don't, You're I don't allowed know. to say that. Okay. okay. So he was part black. So he they thought that there was all this racist shit happening, and he was saying how the pull down for the storage container that he was like given for the NASCAR season had a noose tied on it. Oddly enough, like I saw months later, like last month, they're like the Supreme Court was just like, yeah, no, it's been like that for over a year. So it wasn't racism directed at Bubba Wallace. 
What are you squinting at? Well, I'm just trying to like read what how because I remember this story like was there. It was fucking everywhere. Everyone was talking about it, and then it just like was a complete non-story and disappeared. And yeah. I was like, was there ever any follow-up done? Like, did they find that it was just uh Yeah, the Supreme Court was like it was because I think people thought that there was like a fucking noose like life size hanging down from the ceiling in his storage container or locker or whatever they give you at NASCAR. But it was actually the pull for the door, like the rope to pull down the door to close. It was like tied like a noose, but apparently it had been like that for like over a year. So it wasn't directed at him because whoever had it before had done it like as a joke, like, you know how like idiots, like, tie stuff into nooses and be like, hey, look at this knot. It's a noose. <laughs> I'm going to hang myself because I'm sad. And then... Yeah, or even yeah. like just tying it into a noose because it was it was like a pull cord for something, right? Like yeah, the, door, door. the pull down for the door. Yeah. Like, I made this motion three times, Derek. Come on. Well, I thought you were... Thought I was <laughs> spraying my skunk stench around? Your stench. <laughs> your must. Uh... We're just going to be here all night. June. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, we're, this is June. Sorry. We're not. Chaz yeah. happened, which they named Chop after. I don't know. What was it? The fucking. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, baby. Yeah. So it was funny because they're like, we don't need the police. We can make our own society. And then they made like 10 blocks or whatever, their own society. And then they started killing each other and being super violent, just like they thought the police were. So as a nice little social but experiment. they did not kill. There was like two people shot in there. Like, I think oh, two, two of them died. Oh, were two people shot in a 10 block radius in a major city? Oh, yeah. no. It's anarchy. <laughs> Wow, I'm just saying <laughs> they had roving gangs of people who like if you filmed them, they like beat them up and stuff. Anyways, it's just it didn't work. I don't think I knew people who like lived in that really area of the city. Cool. Yeah. Like they weren't they, they like lived like they had homes in that area of the oh. city that was taken over. Uh, and they said that the media portrayal of it was like total sens- sensationalized bullshit. Uh, there were no like roving gangs of people. There was no like threat to anyone's personal safety. It was just like, it was basically like a big hippie loving, which seems more obnoxious that people got to me. shot at. Well, yeah. Like I think people what, did get shot Two two people. Like I, I want to believe everything your one friend who lived there said, but People got shot there and people were assaulted and there were rapes and shit. It's just like any group of people, people just are people and they're dickheads. Hold on. I'm I'm reading here. Okay. I'm like reading. I'm not saying it was fucking anarchy in there. I'm just saying they tried to prove that nothing bad would happen if the police were gone and people got shot. I don't think that's what they were trying to prove. I don't think anyone no one making the defund the police argument is saying that if we get rid of police, crime will cease to exist. What the defund the police argument is saying is that, hey, police deal with a lot of shit that police are not trained or equipped to deal with. Yeah. So instead of giving them million dollar budgets so that they can buy tanks and use those tanks to respond to mental health problems, Mm -hmm. we should be funding other social issues instead. Yeah, uh, or like you know, giving and some fucking dumb idiot made a, a joke on Twitter 
today about uh, like Nancy Pelosi's house was vandalized uh, about the stimulus checks. And he was like, oh, do you still think we should defund the police? And it's like, yes, you <laughs> fuckhead, because A, no one's going to catch who is responsible for yeah. fucking vandalizing the house. Like cops are useless at that. And number two, yeah, like cops do not need uh, full military equipment to respond to a house vandalization. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or to turn uh so like yeah the the chess stuff was like obviously that was not going to mm-hmm. it was never going to be like a lasting model i don't think but uh but the way everyone was like well we proved that everyone needs police exactly as they are right now to survive <laughs> uh is is also bullshit yeah they fucked up when they called it defund the police when they should have said like um I don't know, like demilitarize the police or something like that. Like, I get what you mean. Like they should have, or even like pair up a police officer with a social worker. Like don't make social workers go to domestic disputes by themselves because shit gets violent, but don't make police go there by themselves either. Like have one and one. Because they, yeah. that And maybe give social workers even like a fraction more money than what they're currently getting versus police who get like hundred million dollar budgets to buy uh, cool shit that they can turn on American citizens whenever. Yeah. And stop taking all the military equipment out of war areas and giving it to the police. So it looks like you need more war equipment so you can get a bigger budget to build war shit so you can make new stuff. Yeah, and stop letting congressmen and senators invest (laughs) in defense contractors so that they make money whenever police departments or the U.S. military places a big-ass order for tanks that they can use to roll over American citizens or brown people in other countries. Yeah, just give them to me. I'll go do jumps, and I'll wreck them in the woods, (laughs) and then you could buy new stuff. (laughs) On to July. Fuck. Hey, we're halfway through the year. Halfway through, baby. Uh, July was when they finally decided, hey, let's fucking go arrest this Ghislaine chick because she was helping Epstein, like, get women and sell them into, like, whatever the fuck. Underage women into sex sex slavery. Yeah. What the fuck was his island called? I want to say Little Sebastian, but that was the horse off of Parks and Rec. (laughs) 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 Why that keeps popping up? Little Sebastian Island. <laughs> well, now you've ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah. Epstein Island. What were you called? Private Island. Little St. James Island. Ah, St. James. Sebastian. S- starts with an S. Same amount of syllables. All right. So, yeah. Little they got, Sebastian Island. Yeah, they went and caught Ghislaine for her fucking gross dealings with all that shit. Uh, the St. Louis gun couple was that couple in St. Louis as a protest walked by, they were outside and they're like pointing their guns at people, which was fucking dumb. And then they got, they got some charges. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I don't think they actually ended up serving hard time. I think maybe they got community service and some fines. A uh, grand jury on Tuesday indicted the St. Louis, Missouri couple who displayed guns while hundreds of racial injustice protesters marched on their private street in June. Uh, they were featured speakers on the first night of the Republican National Convention. Jesus. Uh, That's almost as bad as getting Bill Clinton to speak at the DNC after he was involved in the Epstein shit. 
Uh, <laughs> both sides are so dumb. They, They're yeah, both so dumb. What else happened? I think that's it. Oh, okay. So now people, now people know how awkward they are when they, they hold guns. Into, yeah, like just the. <laughs> I'm just it's looking like, at the picture again. You think you you think you'd look tough holding an AK-47 or whatever the fucking assault rifle he had was, but it's possible to look like a Jewish lawyer when you're holding an assault rifle. It is because <laughs> that's what he was. When you're a Jewish lawyer. <laughs> uh, also, in July, the Wayfair kid trafficking conspiracy shit that was like, I don't know. It was something else that fucking blew my mind that 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 story was like, again, one of those things where it was like everywhere and then it was just nowhere and nobody like a lot of people were spreading that story. But I don't know if anyone went back and like took a good hard look at themselves and said, wow, that was fucking crazy. That was a really crazy thing that I believed. Yeah. Uh, Why did I do that? Yeah, and then everybody's like, why are we spending this much money for stuff on Wayfair? And Wayfair was like, no, we we don't give you kids with your cabinet. This is ridiculous. I, I just. I think what it was, was after the Epstein thing and just Lane getting arrested and people were just all red pilled at the same time that there is this multinational, like super rich globalist kid fucking ring. They're like, wait, this actually exists. And we like, we thought this wasn't, possibly true and then they're like it could be fucking anywhere and then it was like oh shit this thing is super expensive and if you look up the item number on this russian website it picks up a picture of a kid and nobody's like why the fuck does that do that like that's weird like why do they have pictures of kids with a number and it's it was just like this whole like weird fucked up thing but like it was just like i think somebody was just it was probably just somebody was like copy and pasting random shit off the internet for placeholders on the Wayfair website. And then it ended up like that. Well, yeah, it was also like, um, you know, there is absolutely a, you know, secret society of like incredibly rich and powerful people who probably do a ton of shady and illegal and like vile shit for sure um but they have like their own websites to do that on they don't they don't need to use wayfair to sell children because they can have their own website that no one will ever find yeah it's called the dark web yeah if someone (laughs) finds it they just like buy off the investigators or the police department Mm -hmm. uh and it is allowed to continue happening so we can all feel comfortable buying furniture from Wayfair still. Yeah. Even though none of us who are listening to this or on this can afford to buy shit from Wayfair. I just bought, I just bought a new dresser from Wayfair. It was, Oh, look at you fancy boy. Oh, I guess it was like $300. Did you go to the peasant section of Wayfair? Was it like drop down, like kid trafficking? Yeah. It had a, it had a weird name. It was the the little little Stephanie uh, dresser. Yeah, uh, little little Stephanie from Little Sebastian Island. Uh, so really looking forward to that one arriving. Hey, <laughs> so. I mean, if you could actually order stuff off Wayfair, then maybe Angelina Jolie doesn't have to go halfway around the world just to like get more kids for her like weirdo 
20 member family. <laughs> just, just order them online. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I didn't know there was also cheap shit on Wayfair. You proved me wrong, and so did Brittany in the comments. All right, that's it for July. Now on to August. Wait. Hockey came back. What is an RV stand? Is that a TV stand, or do you need a stand for your RV? Brittany, please respond. I hope it's RV. I hope they're <laughs> RV people now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hockey came back. Hockey came back. I mean, don't really have to talk about that, but it was it was weird to have it. It was weird and awesome to have hockey in August and have the condensed like playoffs and stuff. It was awesome. Uh, um, I, I will say hockey came back and NBA came back and both of those did their like their bubble playoffs uh, and it was fine like both both the NHL and the NBA did like in close cities where nobody was getting in or out and all the teams taking part like stayed in the compound uh, and then the NFL was just like fuck it we're we're doing regular yeah. NFL shit we're too big to fail. That's yeah. the NFL. And as someone who is heavily invested in fantasy football, uh, this year was just like a fucking shit show from a fantasy perspective because every week it was like, oh, this player tested positive and these players were close contacts, so they're out as well. And these games are getting delayed or moved and these games are getting delayed or moved. And basically there was like nothing reliable in the NFL this year. And it was a shit show. Uh, yeah, it was an absolute shit show. Uh, yeah. but but they still made a lot of money. So mm-hmm. anyway, Ellen was mean. Apparently, everybody was like, "Wow, this person who makes a whole bunch of money because a TV show runs properly gets mad at people." And to me, it just sounded like fucking like entry level. PAs and stuff getting sick of someone being mean to them and telling them to do their fucking job. But I work at the trades, so that's every single person that I yes. work with. Uh, WAP happened. WAP. Wet can ass. Can we talk about that? Pussies. Yes, we can. Pussy. Fem- oh, Fem- dude. I heard the funniest thing on uh, last podcast on the left. There's this guy, Ben Kissel, and he was talking about WAP, and he was like, what is that? Like when their ass gets super sweaty and the sweat just runs down their butt crack onto their pussy. And it was the grossest, most hilarious version of WAP. That's all I'm saying about butt sweat I, I, pussy. I, I, don't, I don't like it. And that's not called WAP. That's called swussy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the clarification, Dale. Hey, how totally many, different, different phenomenon. I guess that, I guess that continues the streak where I, uh, offend every single female listener by talking about vaginas again. We don't have many left now. <laughs> we can all look forward to uh, the FBI has committed to releasing all their Swissy documentation as part of the uh, the COVID relief bill. So within 180 days, we will know everything they know. Yeah. Uh, I promised Brittany we would talk about uh, Ben Shapiro specifically in relation to uh, WAP, which uh, a lot of conservatives, him particularly, got so... Uh, bent out of shape over this song. Um, and ben Shapiro's just like, it's hard to take the guy seriously because he's such like yeah. a nerdy, like his voice is fucking nerdy. He's a little, he's like five foot five. Uh, he's just like the least masculine guy in the world. Uh, that would make and, sense why he goes so hard in the right. And then he like, he fucking comes out swinging saying that like he didn't understand how 
what like a wet ass pussy was. Hey, I mean, if you don't get sex that much, or or you, you only do it to make children, yeah, or you don't run with some of the girls who are fully confident in their own sexuality enough to talk about how they're good at sex, then you would be Ben Shapiro who doesn't know that sometimes women might enjoy having sex. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just so, it's so dumb when these guys are like, something happens like with women and sexuality and then they just fucking out themselves as never having sex. I mean, I never have sex, but I don't fucking out myself about it. Yeah, you still talk about it. You're not like, how does a vagina work? You're yeah. like, hey, I fully understand how a <laughs> vagina works. Just don't ask me for any particulars. Yeah. Even if I don't witness it firsthand, I know that they are there and they have a function. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's all I got to say about Benjamin. Okay, um... For a matter of brevity, I'm going to skip all the Jacob Blake slash Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. Are we okay with that? Yeah, I'd, I'd lump that in more generally to like the ongoing BLM yeah. shit that was happening uh, and all the dis, the unrest around that mm-hmm. and people, you know, picking sides and digging in. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure Kyle Rittenhouse is definitely going to be going to jail for He's in jail right now, isn't he? Yeah, but he, get out of bail. Yeah, he's he will be convicted. Yeah, he's going back. Yeah, uh, Biden picked Kalama, Kalama, Kamala, Kalama, Kalama Harris, Harris as his running mate, which a lot of people on the left weren't happy with because she's pro cop. She was a cop, and they apparently missed the part where Joe Biden wrote that crime bill that put everybody in jail, pretty much. So there's that. Uh, that's it for August. On to September. RGB dies. Everybody's favorite Supreme Court person. Judge? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cuties. Fucking weird thing happened. So I guess everybody's like familiar with it. What it was was someone in France made this movie and they're trying to portray and like tell everybody how 12 year old girls are over sexualized on the internet. And then they somehow managed to over sexualize girls in the process and everybody lost their shit. The and- mo- the movie itself didn't do that, but the, the advertising that Netflix chose to chose to market the movie mm-hmm. uh, really fucking missed the mark and, and did a shitty job of it. But like mm-hmm. the movie itself. And I think that in the Wayfair story kind of get grouped in where we're like, we are all so, I don't know if it's just like projecting or everyone's on edge about like the sexualization of young girls, but we're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a fucking, it's a cabinet with a little girl's name. You know, that's related to the sex trade. And mm-hmm. oh, this uh, this movie about the, how girls are sexualized too early uh, is making me deeply uncomfortable. Um, and are you popping pills over there? What's going on? I'm taking my vitamins. What a guy. Okay. I forgot. I Sorry, I forgot to take him before. Like you, so. you need some uppers uh, to keep, keep the <laughs> podcast going here? Yeah, I need some fucking meth. No, uh, everybody should be taking these. This is omega-3 with vitamin D. If you're not taking vitamin D, you very much should. 
It has nothing to do with cuties. I'm sorry for derailing everything. Cool. That's fine. That's fine. That's what this podcast is. I mean, you've been here for 152 episodes, so you should be fully used <laughs> to a little bit of derailment. <laughs> Tangent Factory. Yeah. Uh, September was the month where we all kind of knew Florida was fucking ass shit bonkers, but uh, we're in September, right? Yeah. September was the month where they kind of, the governor of the state formally announced to everybody around the world that Florida is ass shit bonkers because he decided that people in college shouldn't stop going to parties or do anything for COVID because it's like taken away from their college experience. And yeah. So what the fuck, Georgia, you're bonkers. That's it for September, October, the movie social dilemma came out and everybody for the first time realized that social media is bad somehow. And Yep. For impressional kids. <sighs> I have nothing to offer. And I was like, yeah, it was interesting watching people be like, oh, that's how social media works. <laughs> My favorite thing was it was all shit we all knew, but we're like, oh, now that it's in a documentary on Netflix, I guess <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, Trump got Corona and then he beat it because... He's the supreme good person of health, but he got some like super, he basically got all the best drugs you could get. So I can't remember what it's called, but there's one, if you take it right when you get Corona and you first get symptoms, it get helps get rid of it. Yeah. He got all the experimental treatments. And like, I remember even despite that, I think it was pretty fucking touch and go for the guy yeah. <laughs> for a while. Um, there, there were some pretty grim updates coming out and then like everyone in his inner circle, uh, got it or has continued to get it since then. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's that, just that big GOP thing that happened and everybody like nine people got it. And it's like, when did you fucking think it would happen? Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay lightning win the Stanley cup, which is just the closeout of our thing before. And then they went to fucking Florida and did the Florida thing where they had a huge Stanley cup party. And whereas the super spreader COVID event, uh, when did QAnon start? I just remember QAnon in October because that was the month that we had uh, Mac on to try explain QAnon to oh, me. QAnon's been like yeah, two years, I think. That okay. was, that's like going all the way back to like Pizzagate and shit like that. Yeah. So anyways, I had QAnon because I had Mac on for that episode. If you want to go listen to it, you should. Mac knows so much about conspiracies, so I'm fucking have a man crush on him because every time I talk to him, he tells me all this cool shit. Uh, the Hunter Biden thing, which we talked about before when I was complaining about the Trump thing. Um, oh, everybody's least great, least favorite Chris thing happened with Chris Pratt, where everybody hated him because he made some joke about that movie onward. Cause he wanted everybody to go vote for it at the teen choice awards. Wait, and what was, did he say? It was on uh, Instagram. He said something about we need everybody to do their part and vote for the most important thing that's happening this year. And all. like he just like did that thing where you make it sound super important. Then it's actually about something dumb. And it's a funny joke. That was just what he did. And then everybody's like, you're my least favorite, Chris. And then everybody in the MCU is like, don't you fucking talk about our Chris Pratt like that. He is an awesome guy and we all love him and it was like it was crazy because it was like 
everybody loves Chris Pratt so much, apparently, because he's just such a nice guy that everyone's like, well, you can't say shit about Chris. You say anything you want about fucking Robert Downey Jr., but not Chris. Are you, is that, is that your, you want to say something face or is that your, we've been doing this. No, I'm reading about, about the Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Uh, is that the face you make when you read? Yeah. Normally like that. <laughs> Do you get, does your eyebrows hurt after you read because you scrunch the muscles? in them so Yeah. Much? When I'm, when I'm thinking about stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what happens. <laughs> thinking about stuff gets you a headache. Cause you're like, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's it for October. No, I was just, uh, I was like, I was trying to figure out what the fucking Hunter Biden story actually was. Good luck. Um, I think the left wing purged it from the media, <laughs> from the social yeah. media. Well, I'm reading, there's something on the Hill saying that, uh, that the media not reporting on the Hunter Biden story it was like the the biggest non-story of the year because they should have been reporting on it. Yeah, I mean, they should have. Like, if it's a thing that happened, that's something we should know about. Uh, do we have to explain it? Does everybody kind of know? Uh, Hunter Biden was meeting with Ukrainian uh, business people. Yeah, so... On- Apparently he tried what the story is. Hunter Biden gave money to someone in the regulatory committee in the Ukraine for in the, uh, in uh, energy industry, like oil or something. He was getting money from them. No, what happened was I think he paid money to them or no. Yeah. He got money from someone, some people in Ukraine, so that he could get Joe, his dad, to put pressure on people in the regulatory committee to make it so that they could ratchet back restrictions and stuff so that the energy sector in the Ukraine could get more money because they didn't have to follow all these stringent rules. And then they gave Hunter Biden a hunk of money. I think that's what it was, supposedly. Allegedly. Matt wants us to talk about the Chris Evans dick pic, which... I mean, it's, non- showed his dick. it's not a because I couldn't find his dick pic. It got scrubbed from the internet. So I don't want to talk about glorious dicks that I don't get to see. Whatever. <laughs> are, you, are you satisfied right. with the Hunter Biden thing? I still don't get it, but I'll read about it. And I'm sure this will be something that gets talked about non-fucking-stop in conservative media for the next four years. So I'm sure we'll have a lot yeah. of time to, to revisit it. I don't know. They kind of let go of that Hillary emails thing pretty quick. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, November. Denmark mink call. Mink call. Denmark mink. Rest in those peace are, to the minks. Those are two words that are hard to say together. Yeah. So what happened was the mink in Denmark got COVID and they started spreading it to people. So Denmark being the badass motherfuckers, they are, they're like, we're killing all these fuckers and they just slaughtered millions of minks so that they wouldn't spread COVID. And then what happened was they didn't bury them deep enough and they put them in this mass grave. And then when all the bodies from the mink, like bloated from decomposition, they started like working their way up in the mud. And like, cause like if you stack, 
things on top of each other and they expand, they go up. 17 million mink bodies. Yeah. uh... And then they started poking up out of the dirt. And then everybody's first uh, impression of what was happening was that it was zombie mink. It wasn't just that they didn't bury them deep enough. It was just that they were zombies straight up. That's, that's the first thing they went to. Uh, Jordan Peterson, Guess goes to publish his second or his follow up to 12 Rules to Life at Penguin Publishing House thing. And then employees of Penguin are like, You can't do this because we're crybabies. And it was like a big shit show. Jordan Peterson also was, was that the month that he emerged uh, from rehab for his uh, his painkiller? Yeah. That's when, addiction? when he came back from Russia for his painkiller addiction, which I mean, if you get a novel out of it, why not? I mean, I, I would say something bad about an author getting a painkiller medication, but Hunter S. Thompson books were good and all the other people who are addicted to pills and shit. Uh, <laughs> Biden wins the presidential race. Well, did he actually win that in the month of November or? Did he? I mean, it's still fucking ongoing. So. No, yeah, no, he was declared in November because okay. the election was the third, and I think it took just under two weeks. I think it was the 19th sounds about right when he was officially declared. Okay. Okay, uh, that's it for November. On to December. Round in the corner. Woo, we're almost there, baby. It's only an hour and 40 minutes in. I can't believe people are still with us. Thank you for hanging out Thank with you. us. I mean... What are we going to do once COVID ban lifts and people actually can go do stuff and not watch this podcast? We're going to lose our audience, but that's okay because I too will be out doing shit instead (laughs) of sitting on this podcast. Yeah, that's true. We won't need the attention through Facebook and Zoom. We could just go get it. Get it in real life. Yeah, by hearing other people's voices. Okay, so December starts off with – Warner Brothers says that they're going to release move all their movies in 2021 simultaneously. I say that right? Simul, simul, simultaneously, simultaneously in the theater and on home streaming sites, which I was super fucking pumped for. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever because theaters are disgusting. Fucking tube of farts are big black box (laughs) of farts and disease and i don't want to go there to get covid and then the first movie to come out with of this was wonder woman 1984 on december 25th and i was so fucking pumped but then it turns out it's 30 dollars, so i didn't do it anyway oh you didn't watch you didn't watch the movie hey ask me if i'm rich enough Derek, I'm not the guy shopping on Wayfair. I can't pay $30 to rent movies. How much would you have paid to go to a theater to watch a movie after you factored in like, ever, like ticket for you, ticket for Andrea, popcorn, like that. It's well above $30. Yeah, it's way over $30. But <laughs> it's the experience of seeing it on the big screen. I'm not... I mean, I've got expanse to True. watch. I've still got like three I mean, seasons I get left. It. Yeah. It's but so, I like, think the movie, the movie. I also the mo- <laughs> I also didn't think I it didn't warrant see, paying thirty dollars for Wonder Woman. I mean, it's a great show and I like the first one, but for me to pop thirty dollars on a movie, it's gonna have to be a pretty good one. 
like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think the um, the movie, movie studios are assuming that in households that are renting these movies, there's like four or five, yeah. five or six people watching it together. So they were like, you're still saving money on like a night out at the theater. But for people who are like single or even just in couples, does it make as much sense financially to do it? I'll, I'll rent it for sure, but. I mean, I'll just wait till it comes for free on streaming services. Sure. Like, I mean, if a good, if there's a movie I really want to see, I might do the Bond one. I might rent that because as I talked about before, I'm watching all the Bonds and I only have Spectre, which is the last one on Crave to watch. So once I'm that, I'm going to be caught up on Bond. So I'll probably want to watch that while all the Bonds are still fresh in my mind instead of waiting a couple months. Okay, there you go. Whatever. I'll pay $30 to watch Bond. All right. All right. Good to know. You win, Warner Brothers. Fuck. Oh, Brittany said they, they rented Tenet last night. I actually didn't know that was... Uh, available for streaming yet so i will probably now do the same thank you Brittany. oh yeah dude i got i want to watch i'm not i'm probably not gonna make 25 bucks to see that but i want to see that because it's the guy from ballers <laughs> that football it's tv who? show with the rock the main guy in it was from that um isn't the main guy in it from isn't from the main what? guy from ballers the rock no it's uh i don't know his name he's an African-American fellow, and he is not nearly as big as The Rock. I don't want to say small because he's still ripped. He's just small when he's standing next to The Rock. Wow. Aren't we all, Dale? Aren't we all? Right? Uh, COVID vaccine rolled out in December. <laughs> Where's my vaccine, guys? I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> I said waiting. I still stand by my point that I am – strictly anti-vaxxer until a scientist can tell me it will not detriment detrimentally affect my penis and people keep telling me i'm dumb for being an anti-vacciner but they won't reassure me that my penis won't go limp for the rest of my life yeah and they won't reassure you that you have a nice and or functional penis now so what use are these people hey that that's that's why i'm so worried my dick's already terrible i don't need it to be worse (laughs) (laughs) and in final the last thing that happened in the year was joe biden and kamala harris jointly got times person of the year for doing absolutely nothing hey they beat the most easily uh defeatable Barely. incumbent president and yeah, yeah they barely did so you know kudos to them yeah uh, they somehow turned a landslide victory into a marginal victory which should have made everybody uh fucking worried they did that's person of the year territory uh did you catch any of the uh the new year's rock and eve uh from Times square bullshit that's uh was on tv the other uh, night no, I was going to, and then it was like, it was too hard because I don't have like cable. I do everything on computer. So I like Googled it and I went to like the YouTube live feed and then I was like trying to line it up. So it was, and then I was just like, oh, this fucking, I, I, I can't. So I fu- just, yeah. How was it? Was it was fucking grim, man. Like it was off, awful. Like truly, uh, I, I think they were, you know, kudos to the producers of that for trying, you know, 
pushing through and, and trying to say that there was some sense of normalcy, but it was, uh, it just reinforced what a dystopian fucking nightmare we're living in right now. And like, uh, the performers looked depressed. All the people, like there, there were zero people there. And the people that were there were in like little cattle pens that mm-hmm. kept them separated from everyone else. And everyone was wearing masks. And it just, uh, it was, uh, it made me feel overall worse about the situation we're all in. And that's saying a lot because I felt pretty fucking bad about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't really yeah. watch New Year's Eve any other year either. So like the Times Square thing. Uh, what's the next big event that usually happens? Is it Super Bowl halftime? Like, are they doing that this year? I think they are. Uh, yeah, they're doing, uh, I think the weekend's performing Super Bowl. Like, didn't the weekend already perform there? Super Bowl halftime show uh, February 7th. Does the weekend have new music? That's going to be fucked up. Oh, it is the weekend also. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be another weird one. Like it's in Tampa, which is, so I don't know uh, if anyone there is going to particularly give a shit about social distancing or enforcing any of that. I uh, mean, yeah, that's the one place they can actually have people there. It's the, it's the NFL. So I, and it's the end of the NFL season. So I can, the, I could see the NFL just being like, fuck it. Everyone get COVID. We don't care anymore. We're good until next season. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. We'll see how, how that goes off. I mean, Florida's probably like, we didn't order any vaccine. So if everybody just gets COVID, then we don't have to vaccinate anybody because immunity, they'll already have baby. immunity. Yeah. Herd immunity. Exactly. Way to go. I mean, think of all the money you're going to save. That was a marathon, but we're there. We did it. <laughs> I feel like us talking about 2020 was almost as long as 2020. 20, almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was an hour and 50 minutes. But congratulations to you listener, because you made it through both the year 2020 and our recap of 2020. Uh, and now it's nowhere to go, but up from here even though the next few months will probably be equally shitty for everyone yes um wow this is fuck (laughs) we just did so much talking i'm like we should be talking more no we shouldn't i have uh had my wife and my son sequestered in my bedroom for the past two hours while we recorded this so i'm gonna go have a tearful reunion with them But uh, hey, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for this episode. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I am Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. Oh, I I got something to say. So if you noticed you got followed by Outrage Fact Pod on Twitter, that's because I'm doing that thing where you fucking follow everybody so you get more followers and more... People don't tell exposure. them that just tell I, them you followed them because they're important and that's the only reason because uh, i noticed fuck. we got a lot of follows back and uh, he followed you because you're very important in your opinion matters that's the only reason he did it uh that's a very good point so <laughs> yeah because i was being an idiot with twi- with our twitter account because i was like if i only have a couple news places then i could use the fucking uh, podcast Twitter feed as a research tool. And I just like never thought that maybe I should spread the word about the podcast. 
<laughs> so that's what I'm doing. Uh, if you follow the podcast, I promise I will follow you back. Uh, this is fucking 2011 Twitter right now. <laughs> um, yeah, send us an email if you have any feedback. It's outragefactpod at gmail.com. Um, is the Patreon working again? Or was it that people are all too cheap and stingy that Patreon won't let us get anything? I think I got it up and running again. Let me double check. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not, but we will, uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And, uh, if you are listening to this audio version and I know there's, okay, this is a very specific group of our podcast listeners, but if you're listening to this because you downloaded it and you don't have Facebook, so you can't watch the live stream, we, I've been putting everything up on YouTube so you can go watch the video there. So that I think there's like three or four of our listeners slash past guests who don't have Facebook, which I mean, teach their own. Yeah. And make sure if you're there, you smash that like and subscribe button, send us money wherever you can buy merch from uh, where is it? Redbubble T Fury. Yeah. Redbubble. I, I've put, I always put the link in the show notes so you could go look. Uh, Oh, I was going to show you guys. I have one of the masks. I don't know where I put it. Oh my God. I'm so unprofessional. Oh, right here. <laughs> it's right beside me. Uh, these are the masks <laughs> that are for sale. Um, for those of you who are listening to the audio version of this podcast, let me oh, just yeah. tell you, it's super dope. And yeah, you should and get one. I just want to say I like red bubble masks the best because they're the thinnest, so they're the easiest to breathe through, which probably means they're the least protective against COVID. But hey, you're technically wearing a mask. So there you go. All you anti-maskers out there, who complain about the mask being too hard to breathe through, go buy one of ours and then you will be able to breathe. You can breathe through it. And then you could also show your love for the world's best internet outrage related podcast. Uh, thank you once again, from the bottom of our hearts, wishing you and yours the very best in uh, 2021. Uh, thanks for joining us on this crazy fucking ride. And until next year, stay angry. Stay angry.